0: And
1: the fumbles, it's a one across the hall. If you don't answer, I'll just bring it on the wall. I know he's there, but I just had to call. Don't leave me hanging on the hanging. Hello, and here we go again. Two old guys on the back porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented cat. That's C-A-T. Dropping the mic like it's hot. Cat, get this thing started.
0: Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all you can hear podcast platforms. Today we hear two shout-outs of listeners. One is Duluth, Minnesota, tourist destination of the Midwest. It is the nation's only all freshwater aquarium, the Great Lakes Aquarium. The other place we're going to shout out is Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha has some great zoos. It's known as the Omaha's Drooly Zoo and Aquarium. Giving y'all a big round of applause.
1: Alcohol is always here on the back porch. Today I'm doing the scotch thing because I am Steve Scotch and I love... Twelve-year-old, fourteen-year-old Scotch cat. What you sipping?
0: I have a lovely Paloma today. <sighs>
1: Back I on the Palomas.
0: I went to the land of tequila.
1: <laughs> Sounds sweet, like you, babe. Thanks, doll. All right, today we're going to look at some movies that we think are hidden gems, kind of lost in the <laughs> shuffle. We're not critiquing. We're not saying they're good. We're not saying they're bad. No one in these movies got up there and thanked the Academy. But just, of course, everybody has their own opinion when it comes to a good flick or or what's a total waste of, you know, a good two hours. But what got me going on this thing was last year HBO started showing these movies from, like, early 2000s to, like, 2017. And you may have seen some of these Maybe you haven't. I'm not a big movie guy. Kat, she's the movie buff around here. You know, it's a Wednesday, Tuesday night. We got like five or six HBO channels around here. So I'll just bump through and try to find something. And these are just some of the movies that I've seen and and maybe watched a couple other times over and over again because I think there's you something feel to it.
0: they're em. hidden gems or...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll steer somebody in the right direction. All right. First up is this movie called That Awkward Moment. Came out in 2014. Zach Efron, Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, Mackenzie Davis, Imogen Poots. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the plot it's three dudes, they make a pact. But they're not going to get into a serious relationship. And then guess what? All three get in a serious relationship, and they try to hide it from each other. There's some really good scenes in this movie. One is the book club scene. I almost cried. Almost. Zach put it on me there. Another good scene is all of them are coming out of this bathroom with the song Still Life by the Horrors, is playing in the background. Pretty cool scene. The soundtrack to this movie is pretty decent.
0: Is that what keeps keeps you wanting to watch it? or
1: No, it's just they throw it in every now and then. It's cool songs that I hadn't really heard before. I like the a horror song, Still Alive. Check that one out. And to me, you get the feeling in this flick that the actors, the actresses, in that awkward moment, they seem to be having fun making the movie at the end of it i usually don't watch the uh, credits but at the end of it they do these little blooper things Mm -hmm. and it's pretty funny so if you haven't seen that awkward moment give it a go the next one i don't know why this one isn't on everybody's radar. It's called Hobo with a Shotgun.
0: Oh, my God. You went there? And that's hobo right. Hobo with I a Shotgun? I said
1: Hobo with a Shotgun. When I watched this movie, I could not believe what I was seeing. That's how good it is or how bad it is. It came out in 2011 to Cricket's uh, Rud- Rudger ha- Haver? Hower, Hower. Sorry. Sorry, Rudger. He's around
0: our age, I think.
1: Well he plays the hobo, and he does have a shotgun. And he ends up in this place called Hopetown, which is basically Scum Town. And he just he cleans out all the dirty, corrupt bastards running the town. Hobo with a shotgun, I'm gonna give this a must see.
0: Especially, well, especially during I these think times, this thing, a if I remember the story right, the director whoever they had done a little short as Ooh. part of either a school film project or a music video or something, and it
1: got out of hand. And
0: someone gave them money, and they made it.
1: <laughs> I, I, like I said, my mouth was agape the whole time. I was like, this thing is a trip, and it does have a little. To me, it had a little message to it.
0: And what was that message? Don't give a hobo I'm a re- shotgun. No,
1: it's it kind of relates to what went on the last couple of years here in the good old U.S. of A. Hobo with a shotgun. Don't don't give up on it. Give it a try. I'm
0: like don't give a, a drag queen a chance to be uh, in the House it's of Representatives.
1: Nothing to do with that. <laughs> All right. Now here's a movie that again we're not saying these these are great films. <laughs> they going to stand no. the test of time. But this movie has But if some, you have
0: nothing to do on a Tuesday night I'm and saying. a beer in your hand, this, why not?
1: This one has some really freaking funny scenes in it, and it's called The Change-Up. Oh, my it's God. It's not a baseball movie. you got Ryan Reynolds, Jason oh, Bateman. Ryan Reynolds.
0: I love those two.
1: Those two nutheads. Um, Leslie Mann, Olivia Wilde. I know it's a little far-fetched, but whatever. It's the movie. So Ryan and Jason, they pretty much exchange bodies, exchange lives. And the Ryan character, he's married with kids, you know, has a big-time career, and and Jason's character is a single dude doing single-guy stuff. Single-guy stuff. Again, there's some really, really funny scenes in that freaking movie. So if you haven't seen The Change-Up, give that one a go. All right, next up, actually, this movie is on right now because... While I was in the back cleaning up, in case the cameras were on, this movie's mm-hmm. called Sideways. Came out 2004. You got Paul Giamatti. hmm Great actor. You know who he is. Thomas Church. I
0: hear he's a great Einstein right now.
1: <sighs> Verizon commercials? <on. laughs> All right, Thomas Church, who we remember from a show we watched back in the day called Wings. Wings. When 30 minute sitcoms, you call them? Right. It, were actually pretty funny, and there wasn't 19 minutes of commercials in that half hour. Thomas is in it, Virginia Madsen, Sandra Ho. Oh. I was close. All right. First off, sideways, I read the book. Kat, you read the book, right? Yes. And no one ever thinks the movie is going to live up to the book. Most of the time, it doesn't. But this one, they did a pretty good job, yes, I, I feel like. Um, Paul's character, he's str- he's struggling writer. And the Tom Church character, he's getting ready to get married. So he wants to have one little flingy. So they get r- riding around in a sob. And if, Does anybody remember the sob? Yes,
0: I remember the sob. that was here for a while. And then, I don't know, it was hard to find mechanics for it.
1: It wasn't a very attractive-looking vehicle. I remember them. Was it 80s or 90s or something? I don't yeah. know. I don't even think they make them anymore. Anyway, these two goofballs, they're riding around in California wine country. And, and if you learn one thing from the movie Sideways, is you learn a hell of a lot about wine. It's wine, wine, wine. 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 The movie Sideways, it's a little highbrow, a little lowbrow. Paul and Tom meet Virginia and Sandra, and you know Thomas has his last little thing, but fling before he gets married. It's a pretty cool, good movie, and th- th- things like almost twenty years old, right? Still kind of holds up. All right, we're gonna do a few more, so hang with us, because this one is in my probably top five kick-ass movies of all time. It's called Snatch.
0: Oh, I love snatch. Now
1: this one came out two thousand. Brad Pitt, Jason Stratham. Stratham. Close. Vinny Jones. Here's another one I'll butcher. Benicio del Toro.
0: Balencio del Toro. I
1: was close again. Alan Ford. You can tell we practice before we come on. Stephen Graham, Dennis Farini. Ferrani? Farini. Farina. Awesome dude. I think he passed away. He passed didn't away. He? I like that guy. He, he was, was a so list cool. of
0: like um, gangsters in the last few years. Yeah, guys who played gangsters. Who he
1: just looked like one. <laughs> he did. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of good movie. I mean, a lot of good people in this flick. Snatch. Guy Ritchie. I think he's a great director. He I like I like his uh, Sherlock Holmes stuff. He's right. he's done.
0: This is before Hollywood threw all the money at him.
1: Yeah. Snatch, it's just one crazy-ass thing after another happening. I mean, it just keeps going bang, bang, bang right at you. Brad Pitt, love him or leave him. He's freaking awesome in this movie. And you can't even understand one word. He's got some kind of cockney or gypsy accent or something. He's a gypo. You can't understand one word he says. He's a gypo. It's freaking awesome. There's like fixed boxing matches Amateur crooks trying to steal jewels, dogs swallowing diamonds. I mean, there's gypsies, Russian mob dudes. The, the thing is wide open, and
0: just an average day in England, right? The,
1: the music that <laughs> pops up, like every other scene, is like perfectly played into the scene, and right. it's it's he's got the specials and English beat you know because he's an English guy so he knows all that, all the English bands well the Eng-
0: it is the, the story is in England at the time also
1: right just it's a crazy awesome awesome movie one of my favorites Snatch definitely worth a watch now this one didn't fit into that category I was talking about 2000s but it came on the other night again I just went through it again <laughs> It's What's Eating Gilbert Grape, 1993. So this movie's 30 freaking years old. Right. Listen to who's in it. Johnny Depp, Juliette Lewis. Mm-hmm. Lewis. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, John C. Riley, Crispin Glover, and others. And it, it was just cool to see all these young actors... Who went on to be big players in the movie industry I- in this movie when they well, were no, young? I mean, it
0: was, a cl- it was also a like critically acclaimed movie. Was it? movie? Yes.
1: So Johnny Depp.
0: It was a darling at award season. Oh, I say. didn't know.
1: He, he Johnny Depp's character, he takes care of everybody in the house. Boy, I know that. T- uh, but himself. And uh, he has a relationship with Juliet. Mm-hmm. Who's just kind of passing through town with her mom in a camper. And Johnny Depp's brother is Leonardo, right. who has he's, he's mentally challenged. And it's basically Johnny Depp's character's biggest challenge try to keep him out of trouble. And Leonardo, he does a great acting performance in this movie at, at such a young age. He, I've always thought he's great anyway.
0: Yeah, he did a small bit at the time, I guess, with growing pains or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, his first big role after that.
1: Yeah. And Johnny Depp's mom in the movie, she's obese. She goes upstairs to the upstairs bedroom and passes away. And uh, Johnny makes a decision to do his own cremation and just burns the house down with his mom up there inside. And... Don't forget the Burger Barn scene. Okay, that, one, that that's a great one. But anyway, what's eating Gilbert Grape for you young pups out there who weren't even born in 1993? It, it's a classic. I give it a go. All right, like I said, we got a couple more. This one is uh, it's just a good little movie. Came out in 2002. I, I'm a Clint Eastwood fan. I like how he's. W- whatever. Gran Torino this movie he's done some others as he's gotten very old he's leaving us with these little little jewels little I feel gems, you know once he's directed and acted in and it's called Trouble with the curve and this one is a baseball movie we got Clint Eastwood Amy Adams Justin Timberlake who I think did a great job in this Justin movie
0: Justin has some skills he does
1: uh, John Goodman Matthew Leonard mm-hmm. Lillard Lillard. And Matthew Lillard, well, I'm not dogging him, but he always seems to play the dodgy guy that everybody hates.
0: You see, a- I've known him from Scooby-Doo <laughs> and playing Shaggy, so
1: well, he as,
0: as, go- as time has gone on, he's crafted into the villain.
1: He, well, he's got that face that you just want to punt. I think he's a great dude. I don't know him <coughs> personally. <coughs> Excuse me, but anyway, he's playing the guy nobody likes again, and... It just comes easy. uh, Robert Patrick is in this movie, who, of course, is in one of my favorite movies ever, Walk the Line. And I thought Justin and Amy had good chemistry together in this thing. The storyline, Clint is past his prime as a baseball scout for the Braves. Amy, his daughter, goes out to join him, kind of keeping an eye on him because he's getting old and fumbling and stumbling around. And there's a couple little twists and turns along the way. Just a great little movie. If you've never watched it, you know, baseball fan or not, it's a great, great little sports movie. Give it a watch. Trouble with the Curve. Now this one, everybody's probably seen it, It, but it's called We're the Millers. We're the Millers. You're welcome. Okay, it, it came out in 2013. You got Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis. Sudeikis. I'm getting close. Jennifer Aniston, Emma Roberts, Will Poulter, Nick Offerman, Katherine Hahn, Ed Helms, Molly Quinn. Uh, don't ask me why. But this is another one of those movies, when it's on, you, uh, when, when you're flicking channels, you're just nothing, and where the Millers is on, I'm gonna freaking stop. And I tell myself, don't freaking stop because you're gonna stay here, and damn it, every time I sit there and watch it, even though I've already seen it over and over again. If you haven't seen it, and you probably have, you know basically Jason is trying to smuggle a lot of weed out of Mexico. Jason, Jennifer, the other two, they're trying to be disguised as a normal family, which they're not, and try to get this weed across the border. Again, no Oscars here. Just plenty of funny, crazy scenes in this movie.
0: They're pretending to be the family unit that they're not, right? Just to get across.
1: And the ending—the ending is good, also, which a lot of movies the endings suck. One of the most overlooked characters in this movie is played by Mark Young, who played Scotty P. You know what I'm saying? Scotty P., those scenes with him are freaking hilarious. So, if you haven't seen We're the Millers, as corny as it is, right, Kat? Right. I think you'll like it. All right. The next one up is called Hot Summer Nights. Came out in 2017, written and directed by Elijah Bonham. Based on a true story, these dudes were selling weed all over Cape Cod. you know, the rich and entitled up there. Not just to the kids. They were selling it to the parents. Out right there at the hobby yacht Everybody was smoking the ganja up there. I'll just leave it at that. But Hot Summer Nights, it has a great cast. Alex Rowe, Timothy Chalamet. Right. Who has a solid resume already. Cat knows him from the Dune June. flicks. It's um, going to
0: be Willy Wonka.
1: Yep. They're doing some kind of musical film version of the Wonka. He's also playing Bob Dylan. In the film Going Electric, which is supposed to come out this spring. I definitely want to see that. Emery Cohen is in this movie. Emery's in a movie I really like, too, called The Place Beyond the Pines. That's a good movie. And, and how about Thomas Elliott, who Cat remembers from the HBO series Hung? Yes. Woo! Um, a man named Will Bates is responsible for the music. And the music is freaking awesome in this movie. What
0: kind uh, the of music do they I, hear, I'm going to say
1: the music is probably better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I like it. Maybe that's ju-
0: why Steve watches you. I don't right know. Right? Every
1: scene, uh, it, it was almost too much music. You know, some movies, th- it's like, can we not play a song this time? Yeah. The, 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 the music, uh, the thing was, I didn't even know, like, like any of these songs But they just kept coming scene after scene after scene i'm like shazam 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 i'm going to wiki the movie and see you know the uh what's it called the not the playlist the uh soundtrack Soundtrack. and see what these tunes are because there were so many great songs will bates uh did a great job on this flick but anyway hot summer nights It made zero at the box office. Rotten Tomatoes gave it nothing, but um, I don't care. I kind of enjoyed it. All right, Kat, we're gonna roll right into one awesome lady. This is a good one. Her name is Jane Goodall, still going at 88 years old. And I didn't know she was from London, England. Uh, Miss Goodall, promatologist? anthropologist but of course we we know her as the lady hanging out with the chimps right she did a 60-year study of the wild chimp to See, she went to the gombe mm-hmm. stream national park in tanz Ta- tanzania tanzania and i don't know why but i remember When I was much younger on National Geographic or some show, many, many years, this lady was, they just showed this lady sitting in the jungle surrounded by these monkeys, you know, and you're just flipping out, like, check this out. And, And it had to be Jane Goodall. Now, while hanging out with the chimps, she noticed they have personalities, they have emotions. She could tell when they were happy, when they were sad. She saw the chimps hugging kissing even tickling each other you think about it these are wild animals and she saw she saw this chimpanzee one time grubbing on some termites Well, the chimpanzee then took a stalk of grass and stuck it in the termite hole in the ground and then removed it and it was covered with termites dude was fishing fishing for termites so guess what we're not the only ones who know how to make tools on this planet. She also watched the chimps become very aggressive, but she still she sat there and right in the middle of that jungle, surrounded by chimps, a- and did her thing. Miss Goodall has received several honors and awards from several institutions all over the world: the Tyler Prize for Environmental Achievement, the French Legion of Honor, the. Quito mm-hmm. Prize, the Benjamin Franklin Medal of Life Science, and here's something cool. This was a while back, but it's 2010. Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds did a benefit show at Constitution Hall commer- to, commer- to commemorate the Gombe 50, a global celebration of Jane Goodall's chimpanzee research, and that makes Jane Goodall one tough, awesome lady. Um, what you watching? We're yeah.
0: doing What You Watching this week, and the thing we were watching is called Tough as Nails. I'm new to this <sighs> competition show. I think it's like this fourth season. It's all y'all essential workers out there competing in real-world challenges and real-world issues. It's a pretty good show. I mean, the one What's I watched the other day had, you know, it was about – them humping plants at the uh, lawn care place, identifying plants and getting them together to to uh, send on. And the next part of the challenge was building a box to put the Magdolia plant in. So it's, anyway, it's real world stuff. Every week it's different type of competition. The next week it was about engines and you know ch- changing oil and fixing a transmission and
1: is this on 6 8 or 12 this regular is on tv
0: cbs and i believe wednesday nights i want to say prime time prime wednesday. time and it's you know it's good to show people other jobs and just one sitting behind a computer
1: see how tough it is we need
0: more people doing the grunt work the grunt work
1: all right tough as nails give it a go all right, are we on to cocktail of the week cuz I need on something. Cocktail I'm so of the week? parched right now. Th- this week we're doing the Northern Star, correct? Correct. We found crickets on this thing. No. I don't know I think where they came, came up with this or something. All right, I don't know. maybe they did. It's a very easy or great drink. The Northern Star. Just take a highball glass, fill it with ice. I'm already on board. Shot of vodka. Shot a triple sec three shots of cranberry juice stir the shit out of it and bam it's called a northern star wifey made us one it looks pretty cool she's got a little garnish on this thing there's something floating on top what is that it's
0: a star anise Mm. and some uh clementine
1: not bad i'm not a big cranberry guy it's good for you i'd probably add a little more vodka to that one you would i would all right baby you're gonna give it a go let me try. The Northern Star. Very easy. Vodka triple set cranberry juice. Everybody's got that at home.
0: Reminds me of a cosmo.
1: It looks like a cosmo. Thank you, Kat. You're Pretty welcome. good. Wow. This week, bumpered in with blondie. That's probably one of my favorite blondie songs hanging on the telephone. I like it. This is one of Kitty Cat's favorite bands. Blondie was formed in nineteen seventy seven from New York City. Deborah Harry, Chris Stein, Clem Burke, Nigel Harrison, Lee Fox, Tommy Kessler, Matt Bowen, Frank Infante, Infante. Infante. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. They should be in 2006. 40 million records sold and still going. Everybody knows Heart of Glass. Call me. The tide is high. I don't know. I didn't know. De- Debbie Harry was a Playboy bunny. Yes, she was. Okay. Blondie, you probably know the story if you know the band. They banged it out in the 70s at Max's, Kansas City, CBGB's. They were there when the Ramones, Talking Heads, Television, New York Dolls, all were around that era and that time playing all those clubs. They were right in the middle of it. (coughs) And to me, if you g- g- were lucky enough to see Blondie back in those clubs back in the day, it was probably very striking t- visual to see her up there. It just You probably just, listening to the music, probably staring at her. Because I think she was a, a kind of a fashion, you know, did she wear... Well, she just, said her most uh, of her A hefty ston- bag or anything. Well,
0: okay. Here's I'm going to tell my Blondie stories now. Um, she was very into new fashion, new wave. She uh, styled herself platinum blonde as she did back from the bomb bombshells from the 30s. With That's the boots, where she got hair. it from, Meryl. But then she wouldn't like f- do it finish completely like the back of her hair would be black, would be her natural color. Um, Throw her f-
1: twist on it.
0: When I'm, I have always been a Blondie fan. Um, I remember seeing her on the Don Kirshner rock concert. But then there's one time she was on Saturday Night Live. It was back in the 70s, of course. And she was wearing this dress that looked like a green trash bag, but it was leather.
1: That's why I remembered that, yeah.
0: It looked like a, like you'd put a glad right. bag on. Right. And I, ever since then, I was a complete, absolute fan. In college, used to do air guitar. And I... I did one of her songs for the Air Guitar Competition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my, very proud. My claim to fame. Wow. <laughs> I, I've always loved her. I mean, she's still an a style icon. They're still at, going. She was at the Met Ball wearing a... It wasn't last year, it was the year before, wearing a red, white, and blue outfit styled by Tommy Hilfinger. It uh, was
1: totally gorgeous. I mean, the band's...
0: They just put out a, a box set. Let's see. It's called... Against the odds,
1: forty-five years they've it been was, going. Yes. forty-five years. They did a box set from nineteen
0: seventy-four to eighty-two. Yeah, of some, of, you know, most of their unreleased tracks, B-sides. She's demos.
1: seventy-seven years old. Right, and can still put on a great show. Just an awesome lady. Everybody, if you don't know Blondie and you should, just check them out wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for listening. We will see y'all down the road. See ya.